them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I'm Tara. On today's episode, we're going to purgatory. We're going to uh, talk about what we're watching. But first, guys, our mail sack runneth over. Bursting. <laughs> oh, the seams. <laughs> and then they are, Wendy, are you going in first? Oh, I'm going in first. Okay. Yeah, my way. Dive in there. Dive All in right. there. First on, mail. First foley up. for you. Mm. Oh, I had foley, but it was tiny foley. It was <laughs> not up to our volume of mail. Uh, our first mail is from Beck. Hey, Beck. And she says in response, hey, nerds, how are you all? Decent. Thank you. Thank you says, very much for asking. <laughs> I saw on Insta that The Wilds has starting, started shooting season two. Cat. I know a while ago you mentioned you'd start wa- started watching it, but I don't think you actually told us your thoughts. What did you think? She says, I loved it. We binged the crap out of it. I had absolutely <laughs> no idea what was going on 99% of the time, but we really enjoyed it. It was one of those shows that the trailer did absolutely nothing for me, but we kept seeing it everywhere and thought we'd give it a go. So glad that we did bring on season two. Also, I don't know how you did it, but somehow a quote suggested for you ad popped up on my Facebook this week. Surprise, bloody surprise. Oh, surprise, surprise, bloody Grey's Anatomy. I can't escape it now. As soon as I saw it, I just grumbled under my breath. Tara. Oh, so many people do that. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) It all looked very dramatic. Insert facepalm emoji here. Until next time, back. Facebook knows. I hand the mic to the two of you to respond to back. I'll go first. Yeah, I did start The Wilds. I stopped watching it. I don't know why. I liked it. It's very bingeable. I get that. Uh, we should watch it, guys. How far did you maybe, get? I got maybe three episodes in. I have no idea what it's about. And it's good that you don't. It's 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 just watch it, and it's like it's fun. It's an interesting watch. Yeah. Okay. There there's some there's some gay stuff going on. If that entices okay. you that to watch. That does entice me. All right. Is it genre like sci-fi-ish or just sort of? I would say it, it is genre. Okay. Hmm. Where okay. Where is it? Where do we find I this I believe show? it's Amazon. Okay. It's either Amazon or Hulu. It's one of the streamers that we all have. Oh. Okay. <laughs> where does that it helps. take place? I thought that's what you were in. Oh, no. Oh, I, I wanted know. to know. No, Cat no, answered my question. So It's modern. Oh, okay. Yeah. Modern it's day. modern. It takes place, I think, in the United States. Okay. I, I'm trying to be. It, it's it's a it's sort of a mystery. So you're you, leaving it vague. Oh, okay. I'm trying to All be right. vague here. Okay. I'm not just trying to be a dick. This- <laughs> <laughs> I, I've seen enough, a little bit about it. Like, is it sort of like the Lost Island? Like, there's somewhere, but you just don't know where, or possibly Maybe. when, or possibly Maybe. what. Okay. Maybe. Who's in it? Like it? Who's in it? Anyone? A lot of very young actresses that I couldn't tell you one of their names. Okay. (laughs) Thanks again for filling in that very important information. (laughs) Well, I'm (laughs) very glad to see that Grey's Anatomy is now being. I don't know. Do you think it's because she listens to the podcast and Facebook stole the information and probably? Do you think she was talking? I don't know. It's it's crazy. Well, I'm glad it did. Um, uh, Did you watch any of it? 
you know, what's going on. I'm, I'm going to say I have no. one episode to catch up on. So I can't do a Grey's Anatomy story this week, but I'll work on it for next week and I'll have nice. plenty of content because uh, I still have to talk about Lexi coming back too. Yeah, that's a big, it was so, a big episode. Yeah. So there's been two now and I got, got to catch up Okay, next time. So you're saying that we, we will have story time with Tara soon. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Great. Okay. Will there be an intro uh, song? <laughs> I can't guarantee that. I'll work okay. on it. Okay. What's next? Okay. No pressure. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think next I'm next. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm like, oh, what's, what's do you next? have an intro song, Cat? Because I don't think I've heard you play one yet. No, oh, I've, no, I've never, I've never written an intro song. Hmm. I'm not even going to try because you, you, uh, you're really good at it. So, I'm trying to suck up to me now. <laughs> it's beloved, Tara. People mm. love it. People can't get enough. Hey guys, we got an email. Hold on. Let me this is a work very important work document. Oh my. That was aggressive. <laughs> it was this is an aggressive email. It's not. I'm just kidding. It's from T2. Yeah. She's just she's checking in. We haven't heard from her in a minute. And she says, hi, ladies, I have been away too long. So first and foremost, I wanted to wish you a belated happy second anniversary of the snop. I'm so grateful that you three started this journey together. And thank you, Kat, for the laugh over asking Wendy and Tara out on a podcast date. You really make this corner of the world a better place. In spite of my best efforts and deep love for the snop, I seem to perpetually... Uh, to be perpetually one or even two or three episodes behind, each one leaves me itching to send an email with commentary and responses, but I figure I'll wait to see what's in the latest episode first. And then before I know it, I find I haven't written in months. Lucky for you, I had a little vacation recently and was able to catch up, but please forgive the resulting length of my message. She says, where to start? The Snyder Cut was awesome. I was a little nervous about it being too dark or possibly boring, even though I love long movies and was happy to find that it, it happy to find that it was better. I still haven't seen she it. Says, you haven't watched it yet. I, I mean, am. it's an investment. It's I gave it, investment. I gave it uh, 30 seconds to see if I could get into it. <laughs> and at that moment, I just wasn't in the mood. It was too dark for me. That, so I'll you try definitely again. have to, you have to be in a mood. You definitely, <clears throat> definitely do. Yeah. She loved WandaVision. She said, action is fun, but I really also enjoy getting to know characters, seeing their growth, and following their stories. I'm a little behind on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but can't wait to watch it. And as a Trek fan, I was also excited to see trailers for the upcoming seasons of Picard and Discovery. Such a great time to be a sci-fi nerd. Sure is. It is. By the way, and well, well I was going to say, we will get to Falcon Winter Soldier because it was sort of a hard left turn after Wanda, and I just loved WandaVision. Um, but I'm really mm. digging the Falcon mm. Winter Soldier. It's it's very interesting. It's gotten really really good, and uh, mm. we'll talk about it at some point. It's going places I did not see it going. Nope. So oh, I'm glad it's, it is. Yeah, it's, I have to get caught up. I'll be honest, guys. Winona has taken over my life. That's and, understandable. It's okay. Uh, I will get caught up because I, I like the first episode, uh, and just to, to hear that it's going in a different direction than you think that makes me, I, I'm intrigued by that. I'll be honest. It, it gets better as it goes. It's it it's, does. Um, it has did, a lot more. Really um, what's what is it? Depth. Depth. Uh, yeah, thought. a lot more depth than yes. Thought uh, where it started out as like a typical bro mm. action movie that you know it it goes places. Hmm. So, yeah, I have to, note. I know we're right in the middle of an email, but Cat, if you could see Cat right now, she just whipped off her 
little hoodie thing to expose an awesome mm. rainbow <laughs> 1980s era Dolly Parton shirt. Truth. And it's just like Dolly it's is delight. beaming. She's beautiful. She's glowing. <laughs> I love it. And it was just so she? subtle the way you just. And it was, <laughs> I revealed that. Dolly. Uh, I want to do a I want to do a deep dive of nine to five. I think we need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie so much. Uh, T2, let's go back to T2. She says, on a somber note, I'm still trying to accept the end for now of Winona Earp. The series holds a special place in my heart in a lot of ways, from the humor and quality, way hot content, to the real world connections the show has provided. I must admit, I poss- a possibly unpopular opinion that the last half of season four left me pretty disappointed in a lot of ways. She says, uh, some of the events were very choppy and could have just and could have used just a little more explanation, like suddenly starting an episode with Waverly already kidnapped somehow by Jolene. Um, what else does she say? I get that they had to make a lot of adjustments because of COVID. COVID. Ultimately, I am just grateful that we got a completed season four, and I love where we landed in the finale. Uh, she said, definitely better than the Xena finale. <laughs> uh which I didn't let myself watch until about five years ago. And I'm totally on board for viewing a wicked, a Xena, uh, wicked, a Xena musical guys. The people we're getting messages. Where did you this say week. that? It's right oh, here. Oh, I see bl- it. Okay. Black and white. Yeah. I'm just saying the people want to see it guys. We got to figure well, it out. I, I want to do like a live <laughs> screening or something. Let's yeah. Do like we'll have to figure out how to do that. Three drinks uh, required. Three drinks minimum. <laughs> minimum. Three drinks minimum. <laughs> She's like, I can't wrap up without sharing that listening to Tara talk about Grey's Anatomy has been quite a journey for me. Tara, when you first started talking about it, I was ready to add it to my list of shows to watch. Any show that can evoke that kind of emotion, emotional connection <laughs> is a good show, right? I think Wendy had a really good point recently that although there is apparently a lot of, well, pain, suffering, and death, there are clearly a lot of good, happy, and poignant moments that make it worth the watch. I have just decided that it might be too, it might be a bit too much of a roller coaster for me, but I fully support your campaign to get 20 seasons. <laughs> it's not for everyone. It's not for every mood. That's for sure. You have to, I mean, like this, like I said this week, I could not watch Grey's cause it, it's a lot. And I was, you know, I had to say goodbye to my, my best friend, my dog wrote and, and it was very tough and I couldn't, I couldn't put myself there to to watch Grey's Anatomy. So I get it. I get it. It's it's hmm. really hard and hmm. but it, the payoff is great. So I'll have a lot of emotions next week <laughs> when I talk about Grey's Anatomy. Can't wait. She says, lastly, I have thoroughly enjoyed listening to more and more mail coming into the snop, especially the exchanges with AK. <laughs> I can't wait to hear all about the first campaign. Is that what it's called? Of Magic the Gathering coming soon. <laughs> And I have had fun trying to decide what flavor of snop tart I would claim to be. I also send my gratitude and affection to AK for speaking up on my behalf, not just about the first voicemail, but even hearkening back to my use of the code word. I do admit a small, <laughs> I, I, admit, uh, I do admit to a small gasp of indignation when it was attributed to another listener, but I was quickly laughed off. Uh, but it was quickly laughed off and buried in my ongoing adoration for all that is snob. Take care of yourselves and keep on doing what you do. Loyal snob tart T2. T2, uh, we would officially like to uh, apologize mm-hmm. for the huge oversight of attributing someone else to the first voicemail and the use of that code word. Mm-hmm. We are uh, we we are sorry. We apologize. And we won't let it happen again. We are dum-dums. <laughs> 
and big mistakes. Huge. I apologize. And now it's forever. It's in my brain. You are really a pioneer in both those (laughs) ways. So she really was. Yeah, she she is. She was the first one reaching out to us, and so yeah, that's that was a huge deal. You kind of got this ball rolling for us, T two. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Definitely let us know when you figure out what flavor you are. <laughs> yes, we need to know. Is it my turn? Is it my turn? No. No, not oh, yet. Back off. Back <laughs> off, Sarah. <laughs> slow down. Slow your roll. Because we got to get to 8K. 8K is next. Ooh, 8K. Speaking so, of. Says, afternoon, nerds. I feel like we would all benefit <laughs> from a voicemail from Bex. Truly get the foir sound effect. <laughs> ended it, right? I can neither confirm nor deny that the way Tara said it made me laugh out loud. That's not generally how we say it over here, but <laughs> I definitely think we should adopt that immediately. Language and education, right? Uh, Overrated. We, <laughs> we here in the UK do not drive on the wrong side of the road, crimmins. We drive on the original <laughs> and traditional left side of the road, as did just about everyone, historically. It's you lot who went trying to uh, rebel against common sense and start driving on the right. Madness. Anyone who think we stopped regularly wearing swords or carrying whips. Uh, I get what she's saying. I do like driving on the left side of the road. I did it when I was in New Zealand. It was Who fun. invented the first car? Did we? Oh, I don't know. The Americans or the British? I don't know. Oh, stop could bringing go. real life facts. Oh, it could go fine. either way. I, uh, you've already confused me. <laughs> I am very impressed that you she nerds have managed to coax such heartfelt communication from another Brit, and I'm delighted to hear that there's another nerdy queer manual worker snop tart out in the wilds of Great Britain. <laughs> Who knew? If the great snop world tour is going to take in Cornwall too, I'm, I'll willingly accompany that leg of the journey. If I weren't in the Cotswolds, I'd be in the West Country. Cornwall has some of the best gardens in the UK. Mm. That's a lot of words, but it makes me really excited again to go there because it's beautiful. The uh, West Country. The mm. West Country. We're kind of in the West Country, sort of, in the States, I guess. Not as pretty sounding. No, no. I just had this moment where I found out Amy Acker is in Canada, and I thought, ooh, maybe she's finally going to be a guest on Winona Earp. And then I remembered, and she put like three <laughs> horrified, like anguished <laughs> faces that, uh, yeah. yeah. I think they're yeah. sobbing faces. Is that the sob? They look like yeah. they're sobbing. Yeah, they're sobbing. Mm-hmm. I get Crying. it. As yeah. to what prop to take from the Earp set, being practical, I would take Doc's hat. That is a good one. Yes, and his gun answer. belt. Hell, this whole look. I can't describe it. She attached a picture so we'd get the look. Says, I can't describe it, but I bet you know which episode, even which scene, <laughs> don't you? I imagine I'm rather letting the side down. I'm a rubbish Earper. Also, <laughs> Sarah Shahi playing a character whose last name is Tamaz. Tamaz? Yeah, I guess that's it. Ha, huh. and she might turn out to be a god. Now, I'm not saying Sarah was jealous of Amy's twice made a goddess status, but... And by the way, so there was a very good episode of Person of Interest where Shaw kind of flirted with a guy named Tomas. So that's... Oh, that's uh, I see. Where's Tomas? Anyway, now I get uh, it. Yeah, of course she didn't run off with him. She went back to Root, because of course. Um, because so now she's playing a character whose name is Adriana Tomas, and I may be saying that wrong, but we're pretty sure she's going to become Isis in the movie, but we'll see. Um, So in other news, one of my beloved friends is enjoying her first (laughs) lambing season as an ovine (laughs) midwife and amongst the glorious and glory os or gorious. I just things she's experiencing. She's sending us great videos. And I thought you might enjoy this wee snippet. Uh, Just like I wasn't sure the lambing season was a real thing. 
Um, is an ovine midwife really a thing you can be? I would guess yes, but who knows? It an ovine like, like a midwife specifically for cows. For wait, ovine. That's I no, think that's it's bo- like yeah, it's like cl- like hooved, must be hooved. hooved is that cover all hooved animals? I don't know. I think AK is going to tell us next right. week. Well, I want to know. <laughs> How does one become this? But the did you guys watch the video she sent? No, I, I haven't watched I'm doing it yet. right now. It's so cute. A bit more baby. It's just baby lambs, lambs. And they're they're feeding. Oh. Um super cute. Can't beat the baby lambs, I'll tell you what. Mm-mm. No. All right. Is it my turn now? You can go now, yes. Yay. All right. I've got a good one from Michaela. Mm-hmm. She sends us an email with the subject empty chairs. Mm. Hey ladies, this is our first time hearing from Michaela, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Hey ladies. First of all, I want to thank you for this wonderful podcast. I discovered you after 4A aired, and you've become one of my favorites, along with Xena Warrior Podcaster. I'm always super stoked when I have a new episode in my feed. We like getting in there. Didn't, who said that we made them itch when there was a new <laughs> browsers? I feel like that's an AK thing. Yeah. Or was it T2? Anyway, we make some oh, no. trousers in the feed. Well, let's say it's T2, because if we're wrong, she's going to get really pissed. She'll tell us for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You touched on the empty chairs in your right on herb. Please don't let it be. Series finale recap. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about how much Emily's decision to include this little detail meant to me. My wife and I have been together for 15 years, and I've been married, and we've been married for five. We waited for full legality before we married because we want it to be real. I had a difficult upbringing in a deeply religious home did not have an accepting accepting parents for most of my life. It's a common story, so I'll spare you the details. But I ultimately got lucky and ended up with two parents who came around, loved me, loved my partner, and were excited when we finally got engaged and started planning our wedding. Less than two months before our wedding, my mom suddenly died. It was a complete shock. She died on the day I was supposed to have my final dress fitting. There are no words that can adequately describe the very specific pain of a wedding day without the person you love the most. It was a beautiful day and an intimate ceremony with our closest friends and family, but my mom's absence was keenly felt. We celebrated her life and honored her by setting pieces of our flowers on an empty chair. Shows that embrace chosen family, grief, messy growth, and imperfect characters, and managed to tie it all together with a bit of gallows humor are so important to me. Life is hard and painful, but if we are lucky enough to have people who love and accept us, it can be beautiful too. And that's why Winona Earp and Emily Andrus mean so much to me. The empty chairs are the kind of detail that make this show so special. I hope this isn't the end. There's really nothing else like it. Thanks for bringing a bit of joy into my life every week. Y'all are wonderful. Attached, I'm attaching my favorite picture from our wedding and the last picture of my mama, just in case you are interested. We're definitely interested. And that is so cool. So that's a very cute, amazing photos, beautiful wedding photo. And her and her mom. And her mom was so very, very friendly, very sweet uh, woman. And um, beautiful from the picture, obviously, you haven't met her, but she looks very (laughs) nice and like she's very happy for her. Sweet mom. Yeah. Kayla, thanks for sharing that with us. That's very, that's very sweet. We really appreciate it. And I like that idea too, the the flowers on the chair, just like, you know, a space to acknowledge, you know, the flowers is putting them on there is very nice. Yeah. That part part got me. Yeah. Yeah. And then just the the sadness, two months, the day of the wedding fair. That's just yeah. yeah. Life can be brutal sometimes, and right. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of just handling those emotions of 
well, I'm supposed to be, this is the ha- supposed to be the happiest time of my life, mm-hmm. but also, um, you know, one of the hardest. So thank you, Michaela. Um, we appreciate you listening and hopefully we'll just keep showing up in your trousers at the new <laughs> episode each week. <laughs> and blame, plan, you have to blame AK because, you know, she gave us, she told us that first, I think. We were in her trousers. <laughs> Maybe I said it. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure we'll find out. 96 episodes. 96 episodes. 96, not including the episodes. So we're, I mean, we've done this well over 100 times. Now I kind of get when people ask actors, like, remember that scene in episode five of season four when you were doing that thing? And they're like, I don't remember. I get it now. I get it. I don't remember some of the things I said. Yeah. Probably most of the things (laughs) I said. It's It's probably a good thing that I forgot. (laughs) Maybe. Well, guys, we got a voicemail from... Our new best friend in the West Country. Hmm. Neeks. Hi, Neeks. I'm going to play it now. All right. Hi, guys. It's Neeks. Um, get on. How are you doing? <laughs> um, just want to say thank you so much for reading out my email. It actually made me cry more than uh, the final season, four finale of uh, Why Nona Up. Um Always welcome down in Cornwall, guys. It's it's lovely down here at the minute. The sun's out. I mean, when it's raining, it's horrific. But hey, hey, the same as the Cotswolds, really. Um, although they have like, I think they're more beautiful than us. I don't know if they think we're more beautiful than them, but it's like rarity to have some natural beauty around this place. Um, once all this COVID stuff's gone, I'm hoping to actually get to go to a convention because I've never actually been. Um, love to go to the Airbnb Expo and love to meet you guys one day and just have a complete nerd out over all things uh, Earp, Zenite, just everything. Just can't wait. Uh, you guys are absolutely amazing. Seriously, <sighs> the amount of times I get looked at from the guys on the site, like, what are you laughing at? Too many times to count. Keep snopping, guys, and I can't wait for your next episode. Love, love. Neeks. Neeks. That's so much Thank more you, fun than, when, than we read it. I love to hear people's I voices. Know. I wish we had more of those because it's so lovely to hear hear you you listeners actually speaking. It's so it's so nice to hear the voice. I love it. They do their accents better than we do their accents. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, just barely, but and also it sounds like there's like little tweeting maybe in the background. Did you guys hear like the little yeah, tweeting? Yeah, maybe Yeah. Yeah, they're outside or, you know, but, and I'd love to have like a beauty off, like which part right. of England is more beautiful. Neeks, can do you have anything um, such as a lambing season um, that happens in Cornwall that you can send or what kind of fun Cornwall specific stuff happens there? that yeah if we were going to come visit what would you what what would you have us do what would you take us what are some of the sites we would take in and let me tell you for i mean we would love to just stand in a field and observe lambing season so it doesn't have (laughs) to be some crazy like like you know events or anything like that it's we're easy (laughs) she said And, and also neeks i I mean i have my ticket to erp expo 2022 because I bought a ticket for 2020. That didn't happen. They postponed to 2021. Not happening. So 2022, <laughs> oh. I'll be there. Where's it going to be? New Orleans. New Orleans. Oh, ooh, fun. I'm the planning to go. easy. Yeah. I don't gonna... have a ticket to the con. And because I just, I feel like I can't buy that far ahead. I don't know what my life's going to be, but I 
plan to go, even if I don't have a ticket just to be in New Orleans around all the con and people. Because there's always people trying to sell tickets. They might they might release more, but yeah, Yeah. you'll you'll get there one day. Thank you. I've never been to New Orleans. Be fun. You need to go to New Orleans. That shocks me, Tara. I know. Shocked. Living in Dallas for as long as I did, and never got over there. I've had a so much fun. Plethora of experiences in New Orleans, and it is uh, lives up to the billing. It's very. I can't. uh, I haven't been to a convention of this type or any type there, but I imagine it would be amazing. You, you take ghost tours, take a swamp tour. <laughs> swamp tour. You have to oh, get yeah. into the swamp. <laughs> no. You have those like high You're, britches on. No, no, no. You're in the boat. <laughs> oh, okay. Going around the swamp. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, Neeks, let's, can't wait to meet. Uh, at somewhere, sometime we will do it. And when we do start to have conventions again, I think we, we're going to try to have our own little snop gatherings. Yeah. Around the convention. So we could play Magic the Gathering at the convention too. I'm saying oh, man, we can do fun. so many things. Speaking of erping, planning a thing. Oh, most, yes. Talk about it. In the most half-assed way that I can <laughs> because that's how I, my life happens. It's our strength. So I'm going to go visit a friend, Tammy, a big erper as well in yes. San Diego in a couple weeks. I uh, don't know the date offhand what that will be. Uh, but I believe it's May 1st and 2nd. Thank you. That's exactly You're welcome. Right. <laughs> and uh, so on one of those days, Saturday or Sunday, not sure yet, if there are any herpers out there or just snop birds, snop tarts. Yeah. You don't have to even have ever watched one or we can fill you in. We can, uh, <laughs> you're being friendly company. If you want to come hang out, I think go to Balboa Park right there in San Diego. The whale's vagina is what they call it. <laughs> and we will be in the heart of it. So I'm just going to be hanging out in the, in the center. I have no plans. I thought maybe I could put a costume on, walk around gas. I Porter, like make our own comic con. Love that. Um, I yeah. love that for you. Just thank you for me. Thank you. <laughs> I want no part of it, but great. <laughs> yeah, just hang out for a few hours in the park. She has a cute little dog <laughs> and, and that entices you. you. You teased maybe costumes would be involved. Maybe costumes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I am uh, definitely thinking about that. So, you know, it's up in the air right now. If you're interested, maybe if you are free one day, both days, uh, reach out to me. Let me know. Or on our any of our social medias, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, yeah. Let me know. Maybe you could come by and hang out. It's going to happen either way, whether it's just the two of us <laughs> or more people. And I have no plan. There'll be no food arrangements that I know don't of. Expect, yeah, don't expect much. I don't much, know where you're going to go to the bathroom. There's right. somewhere there. It's just not an organized <laughs> event. He has not acquired a city permit nope. for a large gathering. Nope. nope. But it would be really fun if you could go. If 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 two people showed up, Tara, this would be a wild success. <laughs> oh yeah, like, this would be so amazing if people show. I would be so excited to hear all about it. Yeah, well, we'll be there. So I hope some <laughs> other people show up. Look, don't go flying in for it. Yeah, okay. don't fly. Not, no, if you no, happen no, to be in San Diego, <laughs> right, and just want to like drive a few miles to this, that's fine. Don't be right. flying. It's not a flying oh, no, no. worthy no, event. No, no, we're no, talking no. about. No, no, no. And for sure, if you just like, holy shit, I kind of live by San Diego. Maybe I want to go meet some other airport people. That would be like a good reason to partake in this. 
Or if you want to meet one of the co-hosts oh, of yeah. the <laughs> She Nerds Out podcast, that is a I, that is an opportunity you cannot pass up. I am one of those people. That's true. You are, Tara. <laughs> Word of warning here, Tara. I'll just throw this out here. Years ago, early days of Xena, uh, a friend uh, of ours, Linda, said, hey, I'm going to Austin to Threadgills. <laughs> at the time, Renee's, you know, well, still, well, Threadgills is no more, sadly, but Renee right. O'Connor's uh, stepdad and mom and her mom owned and ran Threadgills. And our friend Linda said, I'm going to go to Threadgills. If any Xenites happen to want to meet up, Eh, that'd be fun. And so I think she originally thought a few people, eight, ten at the most, would come. I think there were 45 of us who descended upon Threadgills, got a giant, you know, lengthy table in the back room, and a group of friends and community was born on that day that everyone Amazing. descended. Even, I think, people from Oklahoma were there. I mean, people traveled, and we all met up and had an amazing weekend together and uh, so you never know you never know what's going to come of this awesome yeah you want to walk around the gas lamp quarter with us and make our own miniature and i mean very very miniature (laughs) (laughs) i'm gone again doesn't have to be specific but we'll see i got a lot of flannels laying around here i can you know make something happen are you going to have a what sign? How are they going to find you? I'm going to have a sign. I mean, if okay. people say they're going to show up, yeah, I'll bring us something rainbow or, you know, <laughs> I'll have a big, I don't know. I'll wear my my cowboy hat. I'll make it obvious. Okay. Okay. I mean, right. I'm hoping people would, like, tell me in advance because. Yeah, yeah. So they'd know. I mean, Balboa Park's pretty big. You're going to be wandering around for a while if you don't. <laughs> You'll have to you make know. a designated spot. I yeah, I'll make a designated spot. That's a good idea. See, these are things I don't think of, but, you know, <laughs> just throwing that idea around, you know. Love it. Me and Tammy will just be uh, under a, a shaded tree somewhere. <laughs> we'll let you know where. <laughs> BYO everything. BYO everything. <laughs> BYO your own, your own accommodations. <laughs> Pets are allowed. <laughs> I pet like friendly. to see pets. <laughs> pet friendly. <sighs> well, listen, guys. Uh, Alice, listener Alice sent us a message through the SheNerdsOut.com website. And she says, are y'all planning to watch The Nevers on HBO? I just watched the first episode and I am hooked. Only downside I see is that it was created by Joss Whedon. And Alice, thanks to you, we are now doing a "What Are We Watching" segment. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Alice. Well, I haven't, I haven't watched it. So you guys, you didn't watch it <laughs> you, yet? No, I haven't watched it. Yet. We have watched the Nevers, and I would <laughs> like to say I am incredibly a fan, and I'm hooked on this show already. After one yeah. episode, oh, wow! I don't know where okay. it's going to go, how the rest of the episodes are going to play out, but I really, really liked the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yes, I also loved it. The, you know. Character. It definitely adds Jossness in there, which I know is not good right now. So I sure. But he's created with the help of many, many, many others. Uh, some of the, our most beloved shows, and uh, I will create credit Jane uh, Espenson. Okay, Espenson, um, who is also a writer producer on this show just like she was for Buffy and Firefly and cool. Battlestar Galactica and Eureka and a whole lot of other shows that I love. Um, yeah, she's awesome. So her name pops up a lot 
uh, in a lot of the things that I watch. And so when it was on here, I was like, oh, okay, I'm sure I'm going to like it. So, you know, I think hopefully a lot of these these people involved in the show will, you know, out well, outlast Joss's presence. Uh, well, he's going to be gone right. now after these first six episodes, um, which I think is good because I, I would hate for, I mean, I loved it. I, I would hate for this type of show to, you know, not come back just because of that, uh, because there's so many other people involved. I just love the main characters. It, the <laughs> the stories, the it's like steampunk Victorian England. It's awesome. Um, it, yeah, it's just, it was a lot of fun. It was interesting. You don't, again, you don't know where it's going to go, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, they, they replaced Joss for season two with Philippa Gosselet. I believe she takes over as showrunner. Um, cool. But yeah, it's it's about the main two characters are two women, Amalia True and Penance Adair or Adair. Uh, and it's it's the story, if you haven't seen much about it, it's a group of people who were, quote, touched. They're called the touched and sometimes they're called afflicted. It's <laughs> disturbed <laughs> a, a random what seems well not maybe necessarily co- totally random but certain people three years before the main story takes place were it took on powers or afflictions i mean there's different <laughs> they they have different sort of gifts that they're giving like the two main characters one she has ripplings where she almost flashes forward of a matter of i don't even know she lo- knows how long in advance but to something some event that I guess maybe is going to be very important or a place she needs to be or whatever. So she has these flash forwards, so to speak. And she like, is a really good fighter. I, there's definitely a lot more to Amalia true's character that we have not seen. It definitely, hmm. the, the what's to come alludes to that and penance, her friend, uh, they kind of show early on that she's sort of got a quick brain as far as like mechanics and engineering, like, Oh, her water spout breaks and she just grabs a clothespin and whoop, she fixes it. But she's sort of gifted with the gift of invention and it just comes to her naturally. She can invent and build all these things. And a whole group of people that now have sort of moved into this quote orphanage or just a, a, a safe place for them to all be. Um, and then there's the, the group of m- old white men that run the city or so ever, you know, and they have issues with the touched and they're like, this is a threat coming from somewhere. We don't know where it's coming from. We don't know how these people got these gifts or what they, the plan is. Um, and then and got- the big problem though, is that so far yeah. the only afflicted are the women. And now these women are now given these gifts and powers when women were not meant to have such things. Right. Uh, so that's even more concerning because my God, <laughs> what could possibly happen? Mm. Uh, so a lot of yeah. concerns for the men folk. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. There's a crazy person running around killing people. She's one of the touched and she's like on a tear. Malady. 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 Yeah. Name's Malady. Uh, there's there's a lot of interesting things happening for sure. A lot of, you know, we'll see where the rest of the next five episodes go. But as of now, I am on board. I really like the the leads. I liked all the characters, yeah. you know, the, the actors that are that are in the royals roles and um, the yeah, costume it, design. Oh, oh it's the, oh my god, the the sets. It's yeah. just puts you in this world straight up. Like you're in kind of the. It's it's very Firefly esque in that that there's mm-hmm. these uh, the same kind of color palette and cool. um, I like that yeah same little it's it's hu- has definitely has humor in it uh, mm-hmm. for sure 
but the fighting was so good. And, you yeah. know, and sometimes for me, it can go either way when I watch female fighting, um, especially or even any fighting where depending on the type of style it is, this was I was surprised a lot of like close contact kind of almost grappling rolling around but it looks it doesn't look messy it looks really well done but it doesn't look like i'm gonna swing my arm out all the way and this is gonna be a really fake looking punch <laughs> but somehow you know like in winona they do it in sort of a campy way which is great um but we're not gonna say that the stunt work on winona is like the most amazing because they're not they're not they i would never look at them and be like oh wow uh, Melanie is just a trained fighter, you know? Yeah. She right, looks badass, you know, and, and the way that they do it is perfect. Um, but you watch this and you're like, Oh damn. Like you're like, okay, that had a really hurt and they're really wrestling and they're really going for it. And it's nice. It is really nice to see. And they had some really cool stunts. Um, they're pretty badass. Okay. Wow. You guys really like the show. Really, really liked it. And I know, a lot of people may not watch it because Joss is associated with it. And even, you know, after everything you've heard about Joss lately, especially not necessarily the, the abusive parts, but even just people ripping his Justice League. Um, right. When the, the show started and it, we were well into it, I remember thinking, oh, this is really good. Joss did this, but this is really good. And I think, oh, he's done amazing things. Like, I, you know, it's like I almost forgot that, like, he is really incredibly talented with a lot of this stuff. Yes. And, um, but, you know, he's also this, got a lot of side issues that I can see why yeah. a lot of people might choose not to watch it because of him, which I get. Um, but like I said, there you know, a lot of other people involved in the show besides them. And HBO did part ways with him after this first season. So it's it's Jane Espenson, like Tara said, has been involved in so many amazing shows. And there are a lot more people involved with this than just him. And it's mm. really good. It's a really good show. It was captivating mm. and yeah. wow, captivating. Yeah. Okay, it creates a world. It, it creates it an interesting world that I, I'm curious to see where it goes and what develops. So, what are you watching, Kat? Uh, <laughs> not much. <laughs> Just um, mostly all rise all the time. Climactic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what am I watching? I mean. What's the last thing I watched that wasn't Winona Earp? Uh, <laughs> I get, though, that you're in that place because yeah. I've been in that place with certain shows and certain episodes where I, I just don't want to watch anything else. I have to let the other ones sort of just give it all my time and attention and then eventually watch something else. So I get it. I get it if you're not even in that zone. Yeah. I mean, I should I want to I should finish the wilds because I started it. But I now I'm kind of intrigued. I think I'm I'm gonna definitely check out the Nevers. I think the Nevers is like a mood, like you you know, mm -hmm. like there's just again like Winona or there's there's not a whole lot of Victorian era badass women, sure. um, you know, like steampunk right up our Comic Con loving alley that you know. So it it I liked it. I enjoyed. It. I'm looking forward to it. I think there's a new check episode on tonight. Yeah, I've nice. seen it twice. I watched the pilot twice. And uh, hmm. I definitely, it was interesting to go back and after you see where things end up at the end, they show some things at the end that make the beginning make a lot more sense. And hmm. as you're familiar with the characters through the through the episode, yeah, some of the things that you see at the beginning of, of the episode before you really know who these characters are definitely make a lot more sense. So Nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. I'll try to watch it. Uh, I'll try to get caught up so next weekend we can... I can give you my two cents. 
Well, guys, speaking of Winona, let's go to Purgatory. She Nerds Out presents Live from Purgatory. And we're back. Well, listen, we could not finish out this season of Wine on Earp without inviting our Erper friends back for a debrief, a post-season four rap party, I guess. We also, all of us have no pants on. We are all debriefed. <laughs> that, is that not that part? Is the, that just, yeah, okay, that, that's fine. No, that was one of the requirements. Oh, okay. It was in the email. So. We're, we're, we're cosplaying way hot in the bottom. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> pants. Uh, so back with us, we have Anne, Jill, and Laura. Thank you guys for joining us again. Uh, and now let's kind of get into it. So we we had you guys on right before season 4B started. And we had, you know, a pretty lively discussion. And you you had a very, uh, you you gave us a TED Talk uh, comparing Midsummer Night's Dream to uh, 407, which was what uh, Emily had called it. And some of your stuff was, 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 a, was, was good. Some of it. It's <laughs> very kind of you. <laughs> uh, you know, I think the the one thing, and everybody kind of agreed, was that there's going to be some sort of love potion. There was a uh, some sort of magical aspect to that episode, and that obviously that was true. It explained, you know, uh, horny Nicole, which mm-hmm. we were speculating about. Uh, but that was kind of it. I mean, it was you know, we all know <laughs> that there's no way to really guess any of this stuff, but. Um, I mean, it was pretty close, Anna. It was a very interesting talk that you gave us. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very kind of you. Uh, I did listen to that episode a little bit today. Um, I put a lot out there, <laughs> put a lot of my heart and soul out there. And uh, I'm not afraid to say that I was very wrong on many, many aspects. But the, the level, level of effort that went into it. I mean, we all gained something out of that that, you know, we could have never expected. If nothing if nothing else, I'm dedicated. Um, That's clear. So there's that. That's yeah. very clear. But I, but I do think I do get partial credit for the love potion. I mean, it wasn't necessarily a potion, but it was. Yeah. <laughs> it was a sprinkle. And, and you know, if it's in a bottle, it that's kind of pretty much a potion. Glitter potion. What's the difference, really? Right. Yeah. If you can bottle it, you're right. That's how you define a potion. Bottle, <laughs> bottle, bottle, bowl. <laughs> that's hard Bottle. there you go that is hard and and you know you throw you throw enough spaghetti at the wall something's got to stick right, right. <laughs> also you know this happens where there's so many theories and people really like obviously put a lot of like thought into it and it's usually just like oh no it was just a wizard like it's never as complicated as we think it's going to be so uh and then we talked about the stetson mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> Whether or not that was going to be a dream <laughs> sequence, I thought it was a dream. Man, like it, dream. it was shot like a dream. It was beautifully shot, right? Very kind of dreamy. I was so sure of myself that I said I would be willing to put money mm-hmm. down, and I'm so glad nobody took me quote up on unquote. That. Well, is now when we take you up on it, or like will it's we put it? No- oh, <laughs> we should have put a dollar value on it at the time. But actually, See, the the problem with our theories was that we like encompassed a bunch of them together. Like we thought the um, way hot in the barn where she was talking about the hashtags was also 
somehow related to the Stetson scene, somehow related to the other scene. See, if it, they just released the trailer with just like in the bottom right hand corner to say like, this is from episode so-and-so, we won't get that confused. <laughs> I mean, it's on them. Let's just put it on them. As I was re-listening to, to our segment from before, I really, to that point, I mean, we did a lot with what we had. We essentially created a, a whole season five that we could go off of, of the theories that they didn't use. Um, you know, as we're going to go through some of these, I was like, wow, that's a really great idea. And they didn't use it, but there's no whole you know, season. Season, five. season five. There's so many great ideas that we had. Well, and yeah. back to the st- the Stetson stuff, Jill and Laura, you both kind of agreed that you didn't think it was going to be a dream. You thought it was going to be a fantasy. Mm-hmm. Maybe Waverly was having a fantasy. And I don't know. I think you get partial credit mm-hmm. because she had said early in the episode, like, uh, you know, I'd love to see you in that uniform, a fantasy of like some dressing up kind of thing. Well, I thank you. you partial credit for it, I mean, it was more role play than, than fantasy. But, <laughs> but you know, Same it's like right? all the fans fantasy as well as Waverly fantasy. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll go with partial credit. I, I'll go. Yeah. And, and they went out of the way with the that, way they shot it too. Yeah. the whole dreamy, you know, the, when she's looking up with the the lens flare and you know, it basically, she was, she, you could tell she had other thoughts going on in her head at that moment too. <laughs> and Jill, you also, yeah, nailed... and also we don't know, sorry. Uh, we don't know what fantasies were fulfilled when they went into the house after she came out. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. So that's fair. That could have just been the catalyst of many other. Fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was going to say, Jill, you did nail it. That was the season one uniform. Yep. Nice job. It was yeah. Well, and I'm a fan of the season one uniform. Uh, and I don't know if you guys saw the, I think it was an interview with Kat that talked about um, that she liked being able to bring back the season one uniform without actually having to bring it back. <laughs> like, that was fun. <laughs> now I don't have to wear it again. <laughs> yeah. She was not a fan of the khaki. The wide legs. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, the kind of, uh, Laura, you did a breakdown of 407 and you were very close. You, you got, you got, I think you hit all the big stuff, like where in the, in the, sh- like the timeline of the show, like the couch scene, then the shorties party, then the bachelorette party. Uh, you did have the fantasy, the, the, the uniform scene, uh, the Stetson scene in there. Right. That's yes. okay. Uh, I, I remember. but then the tailgate, why not on the tailgate? And then the hashtag. The way hot hashtag teen and the bunny bunny uh, getting the winning license from bunny scene you also nailed. So your mm-hmm. timeline was pretty, pretty spot on. Yeah. And you you said, yeah, I think that proposal is going to open the episode and pretty much did little yeah. at least a little montage snippet that we got. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, we, I don't feel good. Release the full scene. Yes. Okay. Let's see the scene. <laughs> like, what is what is stopping them from releasing that deleted scene? So. Here, here's what I had heard. So Emily had said, I guess it's a, you know, sci-fi thing and whatever. Mm. But Emily had said that they might release the full scene for charity. Does she not know us at all? After the season or something along those lines. But then Kat actually said something too, which was, I found it interesting. She said that she didn't want the scene to be released because it was like yeah how long was that it's it like didn't add anything minutes? it didn't um it actually just went on like the, what they had was nice so i i don't know i'm now on the fence about like hmm. uh emily emily kind of wants to release it maybe as a charity thing but cat was like you know you guys won't get anything 
additional out of it. Okay. Now I really want to see it again. They could release they could release no. five hundred hours of the safety. <laughs> I would get something out of every single second. I mean, you're right. Look what we did with the trailer. Like we picked that shit apart. But <laughs> but also, <laughs> I'm guessing Cat never saw a completely cut scene. So you know what she shot on the day. Mm-mm. Until you actually see it cut together. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I trust Emily on this one. I think, I think I'm going to defer to Emily that. Yeah. We, yeah. We should see it. Release the Andrus yeah. cut because I think we would all <laughs> like to have been able to marinate in that moment a little bit longer. It felt very rushed along. Yeah. And even really have time not to only figure out what was happening, where they were. Right. Not only well, just the, the maybe... whole scene itself, but wh- how was it? It was in that motel or whatever parking lot with the random, the couch being there. Like, how did they come to be? at that place with all that stuff out like what yeah. what was behind and all that Lord, well yeah. i think to cats i'm sorry to cats like uh like i guess cats reasoning is that the 406 um engagement was like so beautiful mm. and everything like that i think mm. that was more her, her point like you're not gonna get anything I, I, you know more than than what I think what I would have loved, and, and this may purpose. not even be in the final cut, you know, in the Anders cut, but I would have some kind <laughs> of explanation of of Nicole saying, "This is the couch we first kissed on, and it took me weeks to track it down," and mm-hmm. Waverly just being super mo- moved that Nicole had gone through all that effort. Like, I, I think there's something very beautiful oh, yeah, in that. that. Like, is it going to reach the emotional heights of you know the end of? Uh, you know, 406 with the music and, you know, all that. I don't know, but I'd still love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. And Laura, you painted a, a beautiful picture that they are on their way to Shorty's for their party. And then Nicole could have, has to, to surprise her, pulls off and then they find the couch could be all this great moment. So I guess I lived it through your words. Um, and so that mm-hmm. really built it up for me. So now... As everyone should in their life. Just live through my You are the star. (laughs) I wish. Okay, so then we started talking about uh, maybe, I think, I think you, I think Laura, you and Jill, I think you both agreed that you thought Jeremy was going to end up being Eve. Yes, I did have that theory. But I mean, I to, very, very wrong. Well, yeah, but to be fair, Eve was just, you know, Eve was never, that story was never um, concluded. So I could still say he is still Eve. I could still go you know like, what? oh, I haven't given up on the theory. You're right. <laughs> Technically, you're not wrong yet. So we shouldn't even talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he was kind of like personality changed. Like he's willing to feed uh, the BBD guy to the literal wolves. <laughs> Like the Freddy. werewolf, yeah, Freddy. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think, yeah, like what I think what a lot of us were picking up on was like his character was different, right? It was more, it was starting to seem more confident. And then well, that, and then we also found out that like he had this secret too with Robin. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't know all that, and I, I like too how we were all just so petrified. Like Eve's coming, yeah. she's, <laughs> she's coming. Who is she going to be? Yeah. How is this going to play out? And then it, it just never happened. It was such a big, like, for a, like, the way they built it up, 
that it just it just stayed at the peak and it never came down. But I actually was thinking about it and I was like, you know, if you want to look at it as, you know, if we don't get a season five and they can't wrap that up. I mean, Doc kicking Eve into the ether could also be an ending for Eve. Mm-hmm. Like just we don't know where she w- wound up, but maybe she just wound up in, you know, whatever. Um so in that respect, you could just be like, oh, okay, that's how Eve ended. Um, but then again, you, all of these theories about who Eve became and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, and she just wound up in someone else's town and she's like, <laughs> yeah. You guys. she still look her. like Nicole? Yeah, or exactly. no, who did she look like when they kicked her out? Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay. So there's just another Jeremy out there maybe. Yeah. But I really was kind of disappointed too. Again, listening back was sorry. It's my cat. He's very hungry. Uh, <laughs> that that uh, I think it was someone who wasn't able to join us on the show had the theory that essentially Eve was mm-hmm. transported to the to the wild you know old time wild west became mm-hmm. Doc and then the whole kind of created the Clanton air as some of the uh, to the point of some of the discrepancies as to Doc's side of the story or memories of how mm-hmm. things happened. Kind of bummed that kind of thing didn't happen. I mean, that was, yeah, that was a great theory. Yeah, I I did like that theory, but I also liked the way they cleaned that storyline up. I thought they did a great job with that. That was unexpected um, to have him become the Clantonier, and that was what Mam's like thing was all along, and uh, and the whole like taking the herbs out from the inside. Right. Well, and to that point, uh, Anne. Your theory was that Rachel was going to become the Clanton heir. And for yeah. that same reason, Laura, that you said sort of the enemy from within can can tear them apart. But I mean, Anne, I think you get partial credit for that. You're, you were close. Okay. One of the Scoobies was made the heir, but it was Doc and not Rachel. But you get partial for that. <laughs> was, I have like a there. point and a half or like just one point at this point. Um, Do I have two half points? But actually, Anne, Rachel you, did bring... Or- <laughs> I was just gonna say Rachel did bring Billy back from being reaped. So technically, I mean she had more of a hand in like who became the Clantonaire, because then mm. he became the Clantonaire. So I like how we're so dedicated to being <laughs> right that we're helping to support each other <laughs> in their wrong theories by trying to find a loophole. Support group. It's just super supportive. <laughs> we try and then the next big topic was of course who was that dark angel that we only saw the back of Mm. that was right yeah i think we were all right weren't we all right everyone who gave an answer uh was right with waverly and i feel like you didn't you you didn't really answer i don't think laura officially answered but it seemed like we all kind of agreed on waverly I believe I was flip-flopping between Jolene and Waverly. I was too afraid to commit because it just (laughs) seemed like, it seemed too obvious. And that's what the show does to you, right? You're like, no, it can't be, nothing can be that easy because every time we think we know, then Emily's like, "Mm -hmm. you're wrong. Yeah. But that whole Dark Angel Waverly also, she was like, the way they showed it was very misleading. 
Like they showed her mm. the camera panning up from the back of her like angel wings and everything like that. And seeing all this like BBD destruction and you assume that it was her that was doing it. And it wasn't mm-hmm. like. See, and I didn't assume she was doing mm. it. Okay. I, assumed she was, I assumed she was overlooking it, but not that she had caused it or not that she had necessarily was causing it. I assumed the dark angel was just sort of basking in this. Smoking her cigarette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't know he was smoking a cigarette, and that mm. was a bonus. But- she wasn't even, but what when what we did see, like, she wasn't even basking in it. She was just like, you guys are yeah. idiots. Humans. <laughs> yeah. Humans. Morons. But I didn't, like, I mean, to say that, also to say anything in a preview is misleading. Everything in a preview. True. Misleading. point. Every single thing in a preview is yeah, misleading. So, you know, I, I'm not going to... I mean, the whole, the way that the Stetson was shot, that was misleading. We all thought it was a dream. We were meant to think it was a dream. Um, a lot of it we're meant to only get, you know, they, they show us literally three frames and they know we're going to make assumptions <laughs> based on those three frames. And they know that what we're going to assume is probably wrong. So, you know. Well, and thank goodness, because if, if we were able to figure anything out from any of the teasers, it would right. take away the fun of it as much as we, you know, right. it's angsty. We love it. Um, but yeah, I was going back to one of us said, it's too good to be true about the Stetson scene, mm-hmm. right? Me, yeah. So we, we've been trained to be like, nothing is as it seems, <laughs> right? And then the end of season four is just like, no, we're just going to give you everything you wanted. <laughs> just going to be happy. Like, it is too good what? to be true, but it's true. This time it's true. Uh, but, but. I think, Laura, because you did mention Jolene, I think you get partial credit because she did make an appearance in season four. Yeah. And it I was did not have Jolene. I did not see her coming. We talked a lot about who was that figure um, oh, yeah. in the background. I did say it, it looked like a woman. I never in my wildest dreams thought it was Jolene wearing flannel <laughs> did not have I that. mean I know I'm still mad about that like how flannel, dare she that's our thing oh, how dare yeah. she how dare she <laughs> but she looked cute super cute it's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying yeah. way. uh and it's like a crop top flannel which I'm not just, used to either right and so that was sort of weird also like yeah well and she, really? and she had a belly button ring a belly button ring. and flannel that shows off a belly button <laughs> ring. I was like, this is- I don't understand this at all. But that's Jolene. She's meant to confuse yes. you. She's an enigma. Uh, and then we talked about the book, and we did we did get an answer on the book. Um, sort of, and, did we? Well, we we knew who she, which book she took. Uh, some of us thought it would be Winona's book. Uh, we I think we were split half and half. Waverly. And Winona, and of course she. No, she tell us exactly who thought. So what. <laughs> I need to know because I don't remember. All right. Well, Anne, unfortunately, you thought it was Winona. Laura, <laughs> Laura also thought Winona, and Tara and I voted Waverly, and uh, Jill and Wendy uh, abstained. I thought I was leaning towards Doc. But mm. are you sure I thought it was Winona's book? Because I. I've been like on the Waverly book front since like that episode aired in 4A. Oh, Laura. I could be wrong. No, I'm I, I'm like serious. I never thought it was Winona's book. I either thought she took her own book or um we might have right, it on tape. So. We can well, I think we do. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and cut in that part right now. I 
I thought Waverly took her own book at first um, because she just wanted to know the story of her father probably and what what was expected of her in the garden. But as I, as I think about it more or as I thought about it more, I thought maybe she took Winona's book. So you're right, either going to be wrong, wrong. you'll either be redeemed or proven wrong. <laughs> Listen, I don't I uh, it's okay. Maybe maybe Anne made a good uh you know, maybe she made a good point about it and I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I think I'm I'm on your side, Anne." I know Ooh. someone did make a good point with Winona's book, just the fact that she's the hero that saves them all and maybe why Waverly felt like that was the book that she needed to grab to to, you know, support the the hero mm. and to save them all. But I, yeah, I can't remember who said what, but I'm disappointed that I abstained. Come on. So I was thinking today. Okay. So you know, that scene where Waverly calls doc and she's like, meet me at our place with the thing. (laughs) Did he have the book the whole time? Yeah. He still had it from when he came out of the, uh, like the alternate dimension. Yeah. When he was like, Waverly, I got your satchel. And then he threw it away. Whatever. But So he just never gave it back to her. He's a dude. He doesn't know how much purse co- like bags cost. I I think I think he I think they explained that she wanted him to keep it because she didn't want Winona to find the book. Right. Hmm. So she made sure that Dot kept the book so that she didn't have it at the she didn't have it anywhere around where Winona would go snooping and find it. Right. What do you think was in the book that convinced uh, Dark or Dark Angel Waverly to to go along with Nicole's plan? Because it's blank, so there's literally no answer. But well, I think the story was finally written in it. I think either Waverly's story or Dark, like once she became the Dark Angel, I think the the book got written, and in somewhere in there was the story of Waverly and Nicole. Hmm. So- I don't. I still. I'm still going to go with. And I said this last time. I don't think it's written at all. So I don't when like, she looked, do you think it's just still blank it, or it's only blank for our eyes? I think there's information. So like to, to Kat's question, like what was in it? I think there could have been something that said there is an alternative, right? Like it, it's not that Nicole, because Nicole said, am I in the book? And Waverly opened it and she didn't say you're in the book. She simply said there's a steep price to pay. Mm-hmm. So I could imagine there being a statement that says, Yes, we need um, a guardian to sit on the throne. There is an alternative, and the alternative is this. There's an angel shield. Oh, you think it's just like a magic eight ball where it doesn't have an actual story in it, but when she needs an answer, she just like... <laughs> or like it's an, and then it gives it like, you have... There could be another possibility. There could be an awesome... Right, like it's a choose-your-own-adventure. Like if you choose this, go to page 82. If right. you choose this, go to page 64. So it's not... It's not like it's written, like his, her story isn't written. It's not set in stone. It's mm-hmm. not faded. There are still options, but each option comes with a price. So it's not like she can flip to a certain day that's going to come up and be like, oh, today, Nicole, like, doesn't throw her clothes in the laundry mm-hmm. basket. She just throws them on the floor and that really pisses <laughs> me off. <laughs> I pissed, yeah, no. And then we have hot, you know, yeah. makeup sex lady. No. Not Does it have pictures um, of that? That would pictures. be very convincing to me. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah, I would. I would flip through those pictures. Oh boy, hold on to that book. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I don't. I 
still contend that I don't think the book is written. I think that's very anti Emily Andrus, mm-hmm. like Tom Riddle esque, right? That, like the diary where it kind well, of and it goes pops up. Little yeah, and it goes along with other things that were said in the episode about you know you always there's always another way. There's always you know mm-hmm. you, you you know humans they may know the outcome but they still try to change it. Mm-hmm. So. Still try to change. So I think it's it's more, I think it was more, when she opened that book, it was more, yeah, one way to close the garden is this, you sit on the throne, there is another way. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody can volunteer to be the angel shield, and they can never leave the Ghost River Triangle, and that's their job. Hmm. And so she went, okay, this is the other way. Hmm. That's that's my Maybe that's the my book's theory. just supposed to make you think and make you figure out a different, another way to do Maybe. it. Her reaction, though, was she was almost like shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe she, uh, to 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 the opposite of your point, Jill. Maybe it was like the story ends with you know it's written out, and then Waverly, you know, suppresses Dark Waverly and hands the shield over to Nicole. Like maybe it was written exactly what how it ends. It's like oh, it's here. Okay, well then I guess <laughs> if you're okay with it, this is this is what we do now. Yeah. I don't know. She caved pretty easily. And if, yeah. and- if that were the case, like if she read Nicole becomes the angel shield and Nicole will be bound to the ghost river triangle for all her days. Cause you know, Waverly looked at her and said, there will be a steep price to pay. And if Nicole, not like she was going to, but what if Nicole had said, no, I don't want to pay that price. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, would Waverly have said tough luck. <laughs> like I need someone anyway, you're it. Yeah. <laughs> or would it dark, dark angel Waverly said, Oh, well, because uh, Jeremy said you're the only one she wouldn't hurt. So what if Nicole had said, no, I don't want hmm. this? Would she have, again, which is why, like, I don't think the book was, I don't think it was written. I think it was more of a choice. Hmm. You know, it might have been two terrible choices, but at least you had a choice. Well, because when she said there'd be a steep price to pay, did she know what the steep price was? Or did I mean, it just say you mean dark- it doesn't come without its consequences? And then she found out just at the same time Nicole mm, like yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the like the order the order of it like I think she says there's a steep price and then at the end Nicole's like look in the book am I in there and she does yeah. and I mean the that gasp that she does when she opens the book there's got to be something in there for her to like have that reaction yeah because then it. doesn't nicole say see i'm part of your story i'm i'm in it mm-hmm. and like she was just proven correct to some extent yeah or the organ the the gasp is waverly finding out for the first time there's another option or True. pictures like or <laughs> <laughs> but then but then the the like the the zap the pictures the zap to root uh nicole to the ghost river triangle comes from the book mm-hmm. so is there it's very weird the way like i don't know we're theorizing for something that for all intents and purposes that's that storyline is, is over <laughs> oh, completely <laughs> you know there's no answer Here's like when i think about season five i think about like there's absolutely no way that storyline's over right Okay, like, I have no I, way that, like that is the biggest, the biggest open question mm-hmm. is, is Dark Angel Waverly coming back? Is Eve coming mm-hmm. back? Both. Yeah. They fight each other? I, I, they have to fight it. each other? Some, come on. I totally, 
I totally want them to find some kind of loophole that like Nicole and Waverly can leave the Ghost River Triangle yeah. to vacation together somewhere <laughs> or whatever. Wouldn't it be like if Eve is killed or removed, like would that protection still need to remain for other mm. things? Or is it just Eve? Like if they can at some point get Eve out of the picture, is it still that necessary right. that they like can't even go on a vacation or something? Well, right. I saw somewhere like, on Twitter, I say somewhere. It was Twitter. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> is coming. Where oh. else would you see? <laughs> right. When I say I saw a video, when I it was okay, <laughs> I read somewhere. It was Twitter. Um, cite my sources, Jace. Um, and someone was saying, "Well, maybe Nicole can go wherever. Wait, like if she's the shield, mm. that was she, me. As long as she's with you." <laughs> <laughs> I, I read at Laura Meets World. <laughs> Let me that was an amazing moment. That, that maybe said. she can uh, go because she's the shield. Yeah, That's... I tweeted that out like the other night because I was rewatching, and I was just like, I don't understand. Like, if she's if her job is to protect the angel, right? Like, technically, can can Nicole go wherever Waverly goes? But the thing so, is, is Waverly's never even left Purgatory. So why would she leave now? Well, because she wants but that's to. A, yeah, because she's never she's left. She's never seen the so ocean. Well, she, well, she right. could have left before. Why didn't no, nothing was keeping she's her there? She's been before. busy. <laughs> she wasn't even fighting crime then. She was just a waitress. Oh, you mean before Winona? Just a waitress? Wow. Well, because she was. she was busy. She was. She wanted to be the heir, so she was doing all the research. She, you know, she she was yeah. getting ready for her twenty seventh birthday. She was yes. doing her online. So that <laughs> season two, season two, she realizes that she might not be an ERP, or she might even be half revenant, and so she wouldn't be able to leave then. Mm. But we at the end of season two now here's the other thing full circle she crossed over with the baby at the end of season two and that actually made let julian come back into the triangle because he was booted out of the triangle i wonder if that has anything to do with anything probably not (laughs) is is that is that canon the fact that that's what when did we learn that? Yeah. Um, at the end of season three, they were in the greenhouse oh. and Julian, like when he sprouted his <laughs> wings and he started like, yeah, uh, and he started talking like in very, um, hmm. whatever that like old English Yoda language is. Yeah. And he was like, it was, um, it was my daughter crosses, cross, cross it over. <laughs> like, Shit. Um, and so that then he was able to come back in, and that's why he had no memory, et cetera, et cetera. Huh. Um, but he was booted out of the triangle after she fell in love with Michelle. Got it. And they had. Yep. We could also say, you know, you say, is there a loophole? You could also go, you know, maybe the the loophole is the garden isn't sealed because Eve isn't. Right. That's a very mm-hmm. good point. I think that's what uh-huh. Tara was saying. Like, if, uh, if, the end of Eve and everything like that can then open or, up. Or that it's still like the garden is still open, mm-hmm. you know, because Eve isn't in it. It's not sealed. There's still a hole so they can 
they can still go about go anywhere until until Eve is right. put back mm-hmm. in the garden. I don't think they'll ever kill Eve. I think they can put mm-hmm. her back. And why was Dark Waverly going into the garden if Eve wasn't there? Like, shouldn't she have been trying to track her down? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Like her whole reason for coming out and and whatever. Like, she her was wings. the garden. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah, she was the she was Whoa. the garden police or whatever. <laughs> we never security guard. There's that part in the garden too where Eve says like, "There's he's he's pissed or she's pissed and she has unfinished business or something." Like we never found out what that was. Mm. I think that didn't Kevin say that. Maybe it was Kevin. I think Kevin. Said, I think Kevin just referred to her as a bitch. <laughs> oh. I think she's like, garden. Eve, that bitch, don't get me started on her. I don't think Kevin spilled anything more about Eve. Other than, other I mean, than there's definitely, there's so many ways, there's so many loopholes. And Emily's even said yeah. like, yeah, I've got plenty of stories. But I like too how she's said in the past that she likes to kind of make it hard for herself, make it a challenge. Mm-hmm. And then like, well, let's figure out how we can get ourselves out of this situation. Right. There's no yeah, plan. So. Let's write it and then we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Our theory, or you know, or you know, Emily, you could just make it straightforward, and we wouldn't have a problem mm-hmm. with that either. <laughs> like our stress level would come down a whole hell of a lot if it was, you know, this is what happened. This is it. This is the final thing. <laughs> our theories well, when we get to season nice five month. are going to be. Really and my, good. yeah, uh, I've uh, my theories. You know, again, can also roll into season five. We didn't get a wrap up mm-hmm. on you know some other characters as well, like like who, Tara. Another one of my theories <laughs> that could still be true. We haven't mm-hmm. seen her. Is mm-hmm. that Eve is Calamity Jane? <laughs> Calamity Jane. We know there was a fog. She was wandering around in the fog, got lost. Maybe Rachel was just messing with Nedley, or maybe there was again an imposter cat that Nedley did in fact eat. <laughs> That, uh, I think uh, Calamity Tara, Jane's I name was not on a chair at the wedding. <laughs> this is um, I say this with love, Tara. Um, get over it. I will never <laughs> let Tara, go. We love you. You'll see. Tara, we love you, but you haven't been sleeping, <laughs> and um, we're worried about you. You'll see. And uh, this is actually your intervention, Tara. <laughs> exactly. Damn it! I thought that was bad. <laughs> Calamity Jane is gone. And the proof is I'm when sure she Nicole is because she said, did. I know she's gone. I don't know if we can bring her back. Nicole said she would fuck shit up. She might even kill Nedley because she knows. Then why again. doesn't she just say that? Why doesn't she just say, because I know? <laughs> it hurts. It hurts too much. I think she Nick would have given her a chair. And bring it hey, it's Calamity Jane. So that. Say like I've been lying. I've been keeping Calamity Jane. This is Calamity Jane, and the whole time it's going to be Nicole and Waverly. All of season five, going is that really Calamity Jane? <laughs> <laughs> Looking at I'll take eye. it. But I think that fog, like a, an Oliver Stone esque, like this little fucking hair <laughs> is different. I think her storyline will continue. Well, <laughs> only in the fanfic that you're writing. <laughs> like we said, That's a lot of uh, things are open for season five so i hope that one gets taken on because i feel incomplete thing tara it's like you get 43 minutes for an episode and do you want plot (laughs) to be taken up with 
Ginger cat. Okay. Okay. If you know the answer to that, if uh, Calamity Jane walks into the room and Way Hot is doing it on the bed, then yeah, I think we'd all be okay with that. That's in the book. That's in the book. Yeah. This could. All right. (laughs) That is in the book. If that's all you need, it's just like keep you happy. It's like like, from her perspective, the whole episode. A walk on. And she like looks in the window and it's like, and then she, you know, and it's just like she goes all around the town and it's just Calamity Jane watching. Waverly and Nicole. I think it's great. I, I had something to say. I'm <laughs> keeping my mouth shut. I think I know what it was going to be, too. Yeah, uh, I just. There were so many yeah. opportunities. Yeah, <laughs> I was not just it. It. We were just setting nice. up. Just, it's, it's fine. I'm not doing it. Now you have to, Laura. Just say it. No. Because I want to no, no, I, I wanna know if I what I was going to say is what you were going to say. Then you say it. Because you say it. Because I'm not Please saying it. Please tell so, me if all your insults were going to be the same one. No, so what you're saying is when Calamity Jane goes in and, and looks at Way Hot in the bathroom, that's pussy cam? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Some I, some <laughs> I ruined the joke. <laughs> what were you going to say, that, Laura? It was it was along those lines. Okay. It, but uh, Yeah, it's yeah, like I, from her perspective. Exactly. So you could Obviously call it not. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think that's I all was actually, I was actually going to say, which ginger oh, no. <laughs> would you prefer to see? Oh boy! Calamity wow. Jane or all right, Nicole Hot. Okay. A lot of different yes. takes oh. on that. We that we joke. were in the same genre of joke. <laughs> yes, yours was more I mean, graphic, but you know? but I but I that's why. But I appreciate it. I censored myself. We're we're gonna move on <laughs> for now. Uh, but speaking of way hot, so we did talk about the wedding. Where are we gonna get a wedding? And everybody pretty much said yes, except Anne. You said no. You were like, no, it's not going to happen. It's too good, to be, you know, too good to be true. I'm new to this game. <laughs> this is my first time speculating about the show because I came on late. Uh, so that's my excuse for that. Okay. But don't apologize. Also, I had just gotten so used to being tortured. It's it's an abusive relationship, and I'm happy to be in it. Uh, no, <laughs> but I wasn't prepared for the happiness. You know, before, in, in all seriousness, before um, the penultimate episode, um, f- 4 or 11, was mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. I got, and I've been getting a lot of DMs throughout uh, the season from newer Urpers, younger Urpers. And all they say is, do you think Nicole is going to die or do you think Waverly's going to wow. die? That was the only question. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, and I would even tease, you know, on Twitter sometimes I was like, oh, my God, it's, you know, she's going to turn to stone. Like, I would make jokes because I felt comfortable making jokes. And I would get DMs from younger mm. Urpers going, do you really think she's going to turn to stone? Do you really think she's going to die? And I would be, you know, it was amazing to be able to tell them, absolutely not. Like, I have zero concern. Yeah. None of them are going to die. It's all going to be fine. It really is going to be a happy ending. I said, Emily said, we're going to have a happy ending. I, I have no doubt, but yes, to, to your point, and it's, it's still a very traumatic place out there in, in fandom. It's still a very scary place. And it's, um, I love, and it's one of the reasons I don't want to let go of wine on earth because I just, I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. And, and, and what an amazing feeling too, because it's like, you you can still get all those climactic like 
holy shit, you're re- you really are scared moments, but you don't stay there. You're you don't get stuck in that in that traumatic spot because you know you know it's going to resolve itself. Yeah, it's part of the fun. Right. I mean, as much as, I mean, some of those episodes, I was like, oh my God, I love, I would say I hate it, but it's like, no, but I actually love it at the same time. And usually you would just be flat out like, no, this is horrible. I, I'm, this is too much. Yeah. It's like you knew it was going to get a safe, yeah. safe space. Well, 411, after 411 aired, um, Emily did one of the virtual cons and I had a call with her and she, <laughs> the first words out of her mouth was, do you hate me? And I told her, no, I said, I know what you signed up for. I know what I signed up for, excuse me. Uh, and I, I, tr- I have complete trust in you that, you know, you'll take us on a ride, but it'll, it'll come out, you know, we'll come out the other end. Um, and uh, especially in 411, when that stuff with Doc happened, I know a lot of people that were, you know, well, somebody has to die. Mm-hmm. She's not going to kill any of the gay characters, which she had said, you know, from the jump or at the, the end of first season. Um, and so if it was going to be Doc and, you know, I know a lot of people that were just like, I can't believe it. You know, Doc is going to die. And da, 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 yeah, da. I thought, and then yeah, she even had a moment. way of turning that around because, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's the character that you love to hate hate to love every character is like you i thought for sure he was gonna die yeah 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 i mean but technically he did so. right mm-hmm. yeah. you're like I mean, undead everybody's died at least deal. once sure didn't what didn't it it was better dig too and like mercedes technically died do you technically yeah. die when you'd go vamp yeah, yeah her and he died yeah her yeah yeah, exactly. Her humanity died. She's not a human anymore. I mean, season five flashed before my eyes with Doc. <laughs> in, in that, I was like, I mean, yes, I, I went, holy, holy crap, she, she's going to kill off Doc. Oh, my God. And then I was like, what will season five be like? And he's not a Doc? vampire. How will we have, a, what will this show be like? Oh, my God, she's going to kill off Doc. Like, I was completely convinced that she was, and then I was like, oh, oh, he's okay. Oh. Well, that was sort of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My heart rate going up. That's, that's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> well, no. And I say this very honestly, like drama is why we like drama's good. If it were just a bunch of happy news all the time, like, that's it gets boring pretty quickly. That's not good. That's um, not good TV. So I loved, and then, and then when Waverly was going up the stairs, I was like, she's going to let her go up the stairs. We're gonna have to wait a whole other episode to get her back. <laughs> she, oh my god! And then, then I thought they were turning. She was turning Nicole into stone, and I was like, "She's gonna be stoned for a week." <laughs> She's stoned. <laughs> like I went through all of these emotions, and I loved like, <laughs> despite the fact that going in intellectually, I knew everything's gonna be fine. One hundred percent. I have complete trust. Everything's gonna be fine. But I was able to go through these peaks of holy crap. She's going to fuck with us in this way. You're going to have to keep that out. Sorry about that. No, we, um, we say fuck all the time. But I loved it. Like, because I think because it's such a safe space, I can go there without, like, without just breaking down completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the finale. 
Um, and actually, Wendy, you had you you had nailed. You said yes, there'll be wedding, and and you said yes, I think it'll be the last in the last episode. So nice job on that. Uh, so the finale, guys. You know, just kind of generally speaking, uh, did it live up to your expectations? Were you happy at the end of it? What's what were your um what were your general uh, feelings about it? It exceeded my expectations. Um, I was. I wasn't sure when they kept referring to like a satisfying ending. I couldn't wrap my head around what that would be because I was like, it, nothing's going to be satisfying for me unless I know that it's coming back. Like, how can you, how can you satisfy me when I don't know if you're coming back? Um, and so I felt really like satisfied. So I was like, <laughs> okay, this is good. But I was just like a little, like little mad because I, like, I, I don't like that it could end there. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's like, I know that it could also, there's, there's a way to turn the story around, but it's like, it just seemed too, too tight. Hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted like some major, like somewhere I read. <laughs> um, Maybe Laura said it. Emily, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, it was in an interview actually, um, that Emily had said that it, it, during the mailbox scene, there was. Bobo was actually going to come back right. too. I saw it. it was Entertainment Weekly, and I right. think it was she said something to the effect of it was Eve in the form of Bobo comes back to town, and one I guess the was it Josh from Sci Fi mm-hmm. convinced her saying no, the signs, the mailbox, that's your ending. Yeah, so. and I wouldn't have hated that. I wouldn't have hated Bobo, um, but yeah, I mean, I, it did feel it. It felt really good, but at the same time, it's just kind of like yeah, it made me mad because it so. did feel so good, and you just wanted more of it. And, mm. you know, yeah, it was refreshing to not have that huge cliffhanger at the end that you, you know, mm. but even though we wouldn't really be worried. Um, yeah, it was it was frustrating for me, but it did exceed my expectations as well. And I found myself laughing and crying way more than I expected. Uh, <laughs> but still just just and, you know, it being maybe when I rewatch it without without all the sci-fi commercials where they're also intertwining how much they love strong female characters and this and that. And then you're mm-hmm. going back to this great show that, you know, this is their last episode and it's, yeah. So it was, it, it was just a mix of emotions for me. Yeah. It's yeah. bittersweet. Yeah. My coping mechanism was to like, try to find things wrong with it. <laughs> that I didn't like, um, yeah, as to your point, um, it is. It's like it. It did end well. Um, we don't want it to end, but it's like it did end well um, in terms of like a satisfying ending. My whole thing is that like um, I like that the little throw in with the the dressmaker and everything like that, and I love those parts with like way hot in the murder board and you know all those things. The wedding ceremony and um, like the wedding reception itself. I love a good montage. I would have liked to see a little bit more of, of that stuff. Like I, I, you know, you see it on the behind the scenes clips, but like they did have the, the feeding of the cupcake and things like that. And like a first dance I would have liked to see. And, you know, cause all of these things are, you know, as much as we've asked the, uh, on, on con panels and things like that as much as like oh what would a way hot wedding look like 
Um, it's like those, those little things, those like stupid little things, because as we've mentioned, um, and even I think Dom and Kat had mentioned in an interview recently, um, that they like the, the, like the little moments between Nicole and Waverly that aren't necessarily like the in your face moments. Mm-hmm. They're like the mm-hmm. behind the scenes moments. They're like that little kitchen lean during the, the sleeping episode. They're, you know, the little forehead touches and <laughs> things like that. So um, those silly moments, like I could have done without like seeing Doc shove a piece of cake in his mouth as opposed to seeing Nicole and Waverly feeding each other the piece of cake or, um, you know, a little like first dance and, you know, even, even through um, Martina or sorry, Rachel singing the song um, and things like that. Um, the chairs of the missing guests. Here's how I feel about that. Um, I liked it in theory, um, but and I understand why they couldn't have other guests there. I get, I get that, but they were outside. Like one or two other like physical guests, I don't think would have like hindered COVID protocol. <laughs> seeing as that they had the trivia in in the studio, in the shorties bar, and they had a lot more people than they did. I mean, Rachel was technically, Rachel <laughs> was the only guest at the wedding right. sitting but down. Maybe, maybe they were already <laughs> when did Billy show because up? they, but Billy actually wasn't at the ceremony. I think he came just for the reception. Oh, it has had too many so, guests already at the wedding, I guess. Right. Like Nedley, like oh, the only one sitting like in the quote unquote, like audience of the wedding was Rachel. <laughs> Nedley walked the, Nedley walked Nicole down the aisle. Yes, he sat down after that, but he walked Nicole down the aisle. Doc walked down the aisle on his own and stood up for Waverly. Um, Winona walked uh, Waverly down the aisle and then stood up for Nicole. And then Jeremy was officiating. And then the, the caterer was like milling around in the background. Right. Like how many cream puffs could have like put them over budget that they couldn't have. Like just Chrissy there or like Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes. What happened to Mercedes? Just, yeah. She was in town. Yeah, yeah she, she was just in, she was just in like the last episode. But I know that there was like a time jump between the last the two eleven and two twelve. Mm. Like there there had to have been some kind of time jump in in there. I, well, I they already spent budget on, on Charlotte Sullivan, so they <laughs> yeah right yeah. Um, but but like just like another person there, like. Gus could have been there and like she could have just said that um mama was with Alice instead like there oh, wow. instead of saying that mama was banging her way through <laughs> turkey or whatever they said um like they could have like she should could have said that like she came back for because she was there at the beginning you know because Nicole still has never met Gus I don't think and that not on camera they never had not on camera yeah, they never had a a, a meeting. Hmm. But, Jill, but, what did you think of that the final episode of the season? It. I'm looking forward to maybe ten years from now watching it without all the other emotions that come with hmm. it. Uh, I was unable to watch that episode without without the whole. Is it the end? Is it not? And I was unable to, to dismiss the emotions I felt because it might be the end from the actual episode itself. Um, as I've, I've said before, I was livid 
I was just angry. That was, that was the overriding emotion where it came from, like where that anger comes from, who knows? Um, I think particularly at the end, especially at the end, when sci-fi said it, that the episode was going to end at, um, at 11, 11. And so when things faded on the mailbox, we were like, that's okay. We got 11 more minutes. Mm. And then we did. Oh. And I was like, uh, well, that sucks. That, I, I mean, so I was already getting angry and angrier and that ratcheted up my anger more. And then when we watched the behind the scenes, we saw images, like I saw my own image, like in mm-hmm. Times Square. Yeah. They used that. And, and I went, we were not saying goodbye. Like, how dare you use mm-hmm. our image to say goodbye? And so, so much of what I, like, even during the episode, I, I, I can't dismiss it, which is unfortunate because... I look because I have been able to rewatch it and go back and say, this was a beautiful episode. Like there was so much <laughs> wonderful and beautiful and funny and, and heartfelt and fantastic. Um, and so many little one-liners and so many quips and so many like, you know, <laughs> Winona running through the homestead with things catching on fire and blowing up. I was like, that's just classic, you know, Winona Earp and, um, you know, getting caught in the barn with them after the murder board and the spirit took them. And, you know, it, it, you know, it just, and just, you know, all of them have grown so much. And I loved, I loved the, you know, Jeremy with um, the new caterer guy and, and how it seems like, you know, Nicole and Waverly tried to set him up. And one thing I loved was, was Waverly um, when Jeremy came into the barn and said something about um, the caterer and Waverly said, he's hot. Right. And I was like, that's also just a nod to the fact that she's bisexual. Like she still finds this guy hot. She's marrying the woman of her dreams, but she still Mm -hmm. finds men hot. And I thought that was like a super subtle, but a fantastic nod to, you know, to Waverly's sexuality, which is also very wide on earth. So there's like all these things that were wonderful about the episode. And I just found it hard to dismiss it, unfortunately, from to take a step back and say, if you guys could have told us if this was the end or not, it would have been. You know, well, yeah, I, I feel biggest... we, we could go into it knowing how we should approach right. it emotionally. Right. I think the only like from a writing standpoint. Yeah, it was an amazing episode. And the the only fly I can find in it is. That it happened when it happened, mm. because. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sh- I'm sure it's much harder for you, but it's like, uh, even when I came into it, it's like, I didn't know that this might be the end. And then only getting like six episodes to kind of grapple with the idea that this might be the end. Like, that's, that's not enough time. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, if, if they would have said at the, at the beginning, like, this, this is going to be the final season. Um, but in your head thinking you still have five that whole time, it's like, yeah, this would have been great at the end of five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. And it's like, if, if Emily and, and all of them didn't make it such a love letter to the fans, um, that final episode, it would have been so much easier to just like watch it and just be like, okay, cool. Like they're not, they're not, you know, putting this in because it's something that 
fandom related or they're not, you know, but they had so many things in there that are were just what they call the boops to the fans. And it's like, oh, great. Okay. There's another thing. There's another thing. Um, and yeah, to your point, Jill, I mean, if they, if you can watch it without like the weight of it, is it, is it the final episode? Are we still fighting? Are we not? Are we like, um, <laughs> that's why I was thinking about it. Uh, I had actually thought about like, once we know, uh, like a good decision, like what the decision is, whether or not we're going to have a season five or not, and then go back to watching season four mm-hmm. with like clear, clear head. What is it? Clear eyes, full bra. <laughs> can't lose um kind of thing so yeah i feel i feel that um because you know you never know what we don't know yet and and it's hard to and for once i really hoped emily was kind of stringing us along a little bit by saying that oh we don't know yet we won't we won't make you wait if we do find out um part of me just still was holding out that hope even till the very end that just right after that little vignette 10 minutes at the end they were gonna have an announcement on twitter or something that hey we're back but now come see Mm -hmm. us on this you know Mm -hmm. and that was sci-fi's goodbye and then now we're gonna you know but didn't happen uh yeah and it was it was really hard for me too jill going back and forth between the sci-fi commercials with all their new female empowerment shows we love this and that and uh, and it, it was frustrating. Yeah, in the last 10 minutes. And that was my thing, too. I was like, oh, we get it's an, an extended episode. And it, right. I mean, it, I love the way it ended, but it was kind of like, oh, all right. Yeah, and they just put the the 10 minute behind the scenes thing that they put on YouTube or they put right. on, yeah. you know, on their website. And yeah. Yeah. Those are always there. Why? Why would you add that into the actual programming? Time? Right. That was just, it's always there at the end. So to make it seem like we did. <laughs> yeah, it was like, this can't be the end. We have like 10 minutes left. Yeah. Right. And those fucking mailboxes. I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God. So good. And then to go back and see that why Nona was actually carving the <laughs> and hot thing. Yeah. I was like, that's what she I was didn't, carving. I didn't get that until like the probably sixth rewatch. And, and even then, like I had seen Emily had tweeted about it, about saying like, Oh, Winona did the end hot Nicole did the sometimes <laughs> holiday and then Waverly did the everyone welcome mm-hmm. and I still it still didn't register with me that that's what Winona was carving when she was there because like she was just like flicking this knife and you know if you look at it it's like nicely <laughs> kind of chiseled out and she's just like yeah yeah I love that they just waited for the day of the wedding to do all these little <laughs> tasks right yeah. like you gotta get your crafty shit done a lot sooner you can't <laughs> in case your wedding dress is cursed um, and you have to deal with all that shit beforehand how much of a seamstress waverly is like she took that dress and like transformed it in like 20 yeah. minutes yeah the girls she have just skills well, well really like these sleeves are gone yeah really this well. the- new dress <laughs> I love that on Twitter, there's like actually somebody like, is this the same dress? Is this, are we really believing that sh- these are the alterations she oh, made? Oh, wait, it was supposed to be that same dress? It was supposed to it be, looked- yeah, it was supposed to be mama's dress. It is. Wait. And in fact, the dress that she held up, so mama's okay. dress, the dress from the oh, alternate yeah. universe, uh-huh. the dress from the alternate universe, when she holds it up in front of herself, in front of the mirror to, to Winona, 
and says mama's dress and it feels right, that's the same dress from the alternate universe. <laughs> it, it, it is actually the, like, it, you really can go back and go, I suspect it's actually <laughs> the same physical <laughs> dress that she wore and she held it up in front of the mirror. What she actually wore to the wedding is a completely <laughs> different dress. But, but we're supposed to believe it's the same dress. Because, you know, she said she held it up in front of the mirror and she's like, and I have to make a couple of waiver. And that's where we learned Mama was banging her way through Turkey. Was that when <laughs> a special yeah, the, moment? Post, the postcards have gotten very graphic. <laughs> that's right. But it, it's not the same physical dress, but uh, we're supposed to suspend disbelief enough. Don't pull the thread. That. Don't pull the thread. That it is. And I it's like, I also tweeted, I was like, I don't disapprove of Waverly's alterations Mm-mm. to that dress. Holy like, boobs, man. <laughs> right? Wow. Respectfully. That was probably also in the book. <laughs> Whatever tape they used to keep things in place was really working yeah. over time. And be honest, how many of you uh, have at least searched for the everyone's welcome <laughs> sign to get one for yourself? Oh, I haven't. I, have I know there's oh, someone. T- Tara's searching and sending mm-hmm. them to me because I okay. want one. I want one too. There's some people out there. Uh, some people are making them. Yeah. It's in the works. I already have the t-shirt with the, the mailbox. Of course you do. With all the signs. <laughs> do you uh, just have your own printing press in the back? <laughs> How are you getting these so quickly? You have a t-shirt company? Redbubble. <laughs> that's how I coped last week. I just bought a bunch of things. Uh, listen, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. I feel like we will need to have these support groups every now and then just so we can still we can still um, uh, relish in the in the ERP. So uh, let's go around and, and quickly. Where can we where can people find you guys out there in the ether? I'm at She Nerds Out. Uh, podcast. <laughs> I'm at one nine five. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> I'm at Nedley's office on Twitter. I'm at Laura Meet World, and I also do a podcast called the Earp Top Five. Um, we tried to do top five of the finale. We ended up probably like top 12, but <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah, so check us out. I'm Anne. I'm from the Why Not podcast and the This Herber Life podcast. You can find me at Why Not P on Twitter and at This Herber Life on Twitter. Thanks again, guys. Appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Always fun to have you guys on. And we're back. That was fun. It's always fun to talk to some <laughs> some fellow Erpers. Oh yeah, I, I feel so out of my league. <laughs> They're so very <laughs> knowledgeable and and passionate. And not that I don't love the show, I do. But uh, you know, it's a whole nother level. And I love their insights and their you know like you know they'll point out something like oh well, but if you remember in season two they had this conversation. I'm like. Yeah, I get it. I get that involvement. I just, I love their passion and their, and yours too, Kat. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, but no, that was a lot of fun. That's, it's always fun talking to those mm-hmm. guys. So, we we yeah. were way off about a lot of things, but <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> it was. It's fun trying, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, did did I did did we really think we were going to nail everything? No, no, no. I think it's the never. biggest surprise was how much was speculated about Eve, and we nothing ever <laughs> there was no yes. eve all our theories on eve and she didn't even make an appearance yeah and that, I, i'm i'm curious about that was it like they just kind of ran out of uh real estate i think so at a time yeah. i think even emily has said that in interviews that that was one of the storylines that well she's out there running around we just didn't have time to cover yeah. that and i think um yeah that's that's the reason for some things feeling like it was a little shorted or you just didn't quite 
get around to certain other storylines. Like you've got to do what you can do when you know you've got six episodes to to finish. Yeah. I mean, I wonder where in the season Emily, they were when Emily decided, yeah, we got to, we got to treat this like a finale. And if they ended up like cutting some scripts and reassigning some storylines and stuff like that because of it. I'm sure. I'm sure they had to. Yeah. You've got to alter things that you might have wanted to do and, you just don't get to, but well, mm-hmm. season five, they'll, they'll left it. They left it <laughs> wide open for Calamity Eve to come back. Oh, Calamity Eve. <laughs> I Tara, for you, I hope that's true. I hope it's true. I, I don't we get need back. your hope, your pity, <laughs> <laughs> hope. I kind of feel like you do. <laughs> I'm this far in. I don't need it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. How's the murder board? Have you have you has it expanded? Only for the fog, uh, yes. Uh, with the fog <laughs> that you know, speculating that on her way to the tuna factory, calamity right. got lost in the fog and has just been either whether Eve came her around that time or if she's uh-huh. just lost. It could go a few different ways. It certainly could. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. Till we see her again. Me too. It's going to be yeah. epic. Um, <laughs> guys, guys, we got some beers. Yay. A big <laughs> shout out to, uh, to some listeners who sent us some beers. We got three beers from uh, uh, at Travels with Berg. I know who this is. I see you, Sarah. I know it's you. <laughs> she says, cheers for the laughs, herps, and Mando recaps and unknowingly supporting my cat Burrell addiction. <laughs> uh, it's untreatable, unfortunately, Sarah. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, anybody else want to read some beers? Uh, yeah, I do. So we got, it says someone bought us three beers, but we find out who it is. Uh, it says, hey, ladies, <laughs> thanks for getting us through this crazy thing we call life. You made this past year fun and more bearable and added a sense of fun and laughs into my weekly routine. Keep up the great work. Can't wait to catch up with y'all at a con soon. Enjoy the beer. Oh, okay. What is this? Help me out here. Oh, oh, oh I don't know. Maluna Opale. bottoms up. Aloha. Okay, so it's Hawaiian uh, for Nolani. <laughs> Thank you, Nolani. Yeah. <laughs> Nolani, I'm so sorry. That was not, that's probably not how you pronounce any of those words. But, but uh, thank you for the beers. Uh, and when can we come visit? Yeah. Snap Put that on tour. our tour list. <laughs> um, and we have a couple more. One from Nancy J, who bought three beers. Said, this is me raising a glass to Kat's rant about Finn, otherwise known as Friend in Need, season uh, finale or series finale of Xena. Solidarity, my friend. Solidarity, <laughs> my friend. Cheers and to you, Nancy. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Jen said, bought three beers. Said, thought I each get you one so you don't have to share. That's always very thoughtful. I think very a lot thoughtful. of them, they all kind of bought three beers. They, they mm-hmm. usually come in threes. Well, it's very cool. That makes sense. I don't cool. want to share my yeah. beer no. with either of you. I want <laughs> Not my a cooties. Yeah. No, no, no sharing. Uh, so thanks everybody for the beers. We appreciate it. Um, you can go to sheetnerdsout.com. You can buy us some beers. You can send us a message or you can leave us a voicemail. Always fun. How else can people reach us, guys? Well, there's always the Twitter at Sheenar, uh, at Snop Podcast with one D. Or Facebook and Instagram at Out Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, you can send that to SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Whoop, whoop.
All right. Well, I'm going to go drink my beer that I got. Y'all feel free to do the same. Done. And until next time, she nerds out. 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 Hit me up if y'all are in San Diego. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. All right, we're going to do it, guys. Are you ready? Are you nervous? <laughs> Not until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Is this our first one? What's Should that? I be? It's not. It's our 96th. Here we go. Ready? And three, two, hello and welcome to the Sheet Nerds Out Web. Huh? I'm going to do that over. Boy. Who's nervous now? Boy. Who's nervous now? It's like your own self up. Hello and welcome to the Sheet Nerds Out Web. Oh, my God. Wait, are we a web this- series now? No, we're, we're a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to do that one more time. Oh, that was your practice. Okay. Yeah. Podcast. Podcast. Take three.